Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. My mother thanks you. If you can't say something nice. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Brian. And today we're going to be talking to you about New Zealand culture, in particularly, in particular, Lella, the cringe culture that we never knew existed in New Zealand and is just... But I'd never heard of it until... Yes, you've had a year. It's a very impromptu show. Literally, I read a comment from a guy on YouTube about 20 minutes ago and I read it and you know when something just clicks and I thought oh, this is an ideal topic to talk about on the podcast. So bear with us because we haven't planned this episode. We're literally running off the seats of our pants, which we do normally. I'm going to just read you the comment that I read 15 minutes ago. It was from a guy called Ken Haller. Thank you so much, Ken, because without this, you wouldn't have this show. So you've got to thank Ken for this. He wrote to me after he'd been, he'd just watched one of our podcasts um, called Misconceptions in New Zealand. And on that podcast, we talk about the theatre scene in New Zealand Yes, yep, and yep. how fantastic it is. And he, in, in answer to that podcast, he wrote this. Hi, Liz. It was interesting to hear your comments about theatre and entertainment in New Zealand. New Zealand performers are very talented. However, Kiwi culture for a long time has had a cultural cringe. If it wasn't from overseas, then it wasn't any good. We'd find local stage productions hard to watch as well as TV shows and movies. Over time, this resistance or cringe factor, as it was known, has been broken down and Kiwis can now watch their own actors and be entertained without feeling as if they have to hide behind their fingers on their hands, sometimes peeping through to see what's going on. I know what that feels like. Yep. Peeping through to see what's going on. That's like when your kids are in something, isn't it? Mm. I feel like when you're watching Doctor Who as well when you're yeah. <laughs> So he tells us about some examples that um, of this evolution over time in theatre is Middle Age Spread was a hit, The Foreskin's Lament, followed by Ladies' Night. And he does say that the last play, Ladies' Night, was ripped off by the British. Right. Go the Brits. And they made that into the movie, The Full Monty. All right. <laughs> but he also says that one of the writers of Ladies' Night was a guy called Anthony McCartan, who went on to Hollywood to do huge things, including The Theory of Everything and The Darkest Hour. So, yeah, he then just goes on to say that New Zealand has efforts have developed strong talent, but these actors often head to Australia and the Aussies believe Aussies. that these actors yep. are Australian. Examples of this include Sam Neill, Andy Anderson and Daniel Cormack. So thank you so much, Ken, for that. Did you know, have you heard about that, the New Zealand cringe culture? No, never heard it in my no, life. No, me yep. neither. Yep. So it was just like, you know, when you read something and you're like, What? So that was so fascinating. But the reason it can't have come at a better time, that comment, is because on Thursday, just gone last week, the four of us, me, Brian, Sonny and Tess, went down to Wellington. My daughter, not my daughter, my niece is at the New Zealand... A Centre for Creativity. Yes. It is called, can you remember how you say it? or something. Teowaha. Which is the New Zealand Institute of Creativity. And there they were doing a performance of Sweeney Todd. You know, the demon barber of Fleet Street. Street. So we booked four tickets to go down and see this show. 
And, and we saw it on Thursday, and it was quite possibly, and I'm, I'm, I've got to calm myself down here. I'm like this now, and it's almost a week later, but it was quite possibly the best show, apart from one other, that I have ever seen in my life. Yes. If you dream of moving to New Zealand, then you are going to love what I'm about to share with you. 12 years ago, when me and Bri emigrated to New Zealand, we were scouring the internet, trying to find any information that we could about what our life would be like when we got here. And basically all we had was YouTube. So we made this vow. We said, when we get to New Zealand, we're going to create something that we can share with others that answers those questions that you're so desperate to know about, like what is your life going to be like when you get here? And that's what I'm here to offer you today. We have created a five-day free, absolutely free video guide that shows you what it's really like to live in New Zealand. This stuff is unique and it is fabulous. You are not going to find it anywhere else on the internet. And like I say, it's absolutely free. You'll be sent a video every day for five days and you will know what it's like in New Zealand. So if you are interested, head over to my blog, which is www.itsadrama.com slash I love NZ. You are going to love it. quite possibly the best show, apart from one other, that I've ever seen in my life. Yes, it was. It was fantastic. And I'm 50. And we're, we're standing by our souvenir brochure place, which is by our piano. Um, we've seen some fantastic yeah. shows around the world, you know, Broadway, um, West End and things like that. And this was oh, really, really up there. It's, it was, it's a lovely small theatre. It just made the hair stand on your it did. Uh, back of your neck and your arms as they started singing. And we were so close to the, them at eye level, oh, no more than sort of three, four metres away from them. Fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely outstanding. And what made it even better is always, always in New Zealand this happens. You expect and you expect to go and you expect it to just be mediocre or whatever because no one's been telling you, yeah. oh my God, wait till you see this show. No one even said that. It wasn't no. on social media. No one had, I'd never heard anyone say, you get there and typical New Zealand. Oh, it blew me away. Yep. Me and Tess, my daughter, we were sitting like two, Brian was sitting in between us. And you know, when, a th when the first note goes, like they hit the first note on the orchestra and the first line is something like, did you hear the tale of Sweeney Todd? And it was just like the company just, oh, they it were just exploded, alive. Didn't it? just they like were warm. just fantastic and me and Tess looked at each other and we were like oh yeah. this is gonna be they just, good those girls to the right of us oh. just hit those notes bang as they hit Sweeney and it was just oh wow. it makes the skin it makes yeah. the hairs on my arm go honestly from beginning to end that production was faultless absolutely yeah. top notch it was and when I, it was and when I say it, there was one other that it comes like the other one that it's on a par with was Elaine Page in Sunset Boulevard we saw on the West End and that yep. was one of those shows that I thought I'm never going to see anything as good as no. this again and Elaine Page that night was standing in yeah she was standing in for Patti LuPone wasn't yeah, she yeah, yeah. I just need to tell you hang on and like I say remember this is all we haven't prepared for this so this is very rough so this is the brochure okay the Sweeney Todd brochure piece of paper no, it's a no, it's a proper brochure. Oh yeah, no, but, and it's yeah. all wrinkled because yes. every time I see someone now that I know, I'm pulling out the brochure and telling them about it. But the musical, so it was directed by a guy called Bennett Emerson. Well done, fantastic guy. Yep. You've made me very happy. <laughs> 
But the musical director was a guy called Mark Durrell. And this is the next twist in this tale. Yeah, this is New Zealand all over, isn't it? So this guy, we get there and he's sitting down at his keyboard and the orchestra must have been made up of what? No more than There was only six? one, there was like one, yeah, one uh, one violin, a couple Percussion. of cellos and um, yeah. And then, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, there was six, the guy on no the drums and everything. People, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, a, a big guy on percussion. And it's just, yep. and this little, you know, sorry, I don't want to say little man, but this man was sitting there at the keyboard, very understated, typical New Zealand, you know, yeah. and he starts conducting. And you know, when you just say, he's, he's playing the keyboard oh at my the same God, time yeah, as well. It was just he's using like, his head to conduct. This man was just amazing. And the music from this show, like I say, it just filled you up and it was just made every hair on your your arms stand up and every note that those guys sang you could hear you know the the pronunciation the the the, the diction everything was just it was like they were you know right yeah, in your ear it was like that spot on, wasn't it? anyway yeah. so then when we get the 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 brochure i started reading that this guy he was one of the uk's leading um musical director yeah. and he's done things like he's worked with um Hugh Jackman on Oklahoma. Yep. He was, um, oh, loads. Sorry, I can't read it because I'm just so excited. But Guys and Dolls, <laughs> he's worked with, um, he did the Sweeney Todd in London. He's done, he's worked with Trevor Nunn, Sam Mendes. He's worked with all these huge directors, all these big stars. Yeah. And here he is yeah. sitting in New Zealand in this college. I know. And we only paid about 25 Dollars for those tickets, yeah, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. Or forty dollars or something. It was so cheap. And Chris Crow, who is the probably one of the leading vocal performers in New Zealand, yeah. um, was was Sweeney Todd. Yeah, absolutely outstanding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. and that's why we. That's one of the reasons we went to see it because we saw Chris Crow. Well, Chris Crow was in um, a production, Phantom of the Opera, here in New Plymouth. Yeah, Fritz was Madame Jury. She was a principal with this guy. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. And so I, I always like, you know, follow him and support him and everything. And it was just, oh, I, I messaged him afterwards. And I was like, why did you not tell me that yeah. that was the best thing I'm ever going to see? So, yeah, I'm sorry this is a bit of a ramble and I'm getting a bit excited. But, oh, New Zealand, come on, come on you yeah. know, but, come on. Yeah. But, I mean, going back to what you say, the cringe content, because I haven't had much time to think about it, but there's... Do you know when you when you're heavily ac- accented? I can see why people would think, "Oh, well, that's not how it's supposed to be done because it should be spoken like this." Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a bit like even when you're back in England and you go to an amateur dramatics and it's a heavily accented Lancashire cast, and they're trying to do something, and it's just like, "Oh, that doesn't sound quite right." But at the end of the day, it's still acting. It's no different than going to America and seeing an English Shakespearean play. In America, yeah. it's, you know, and you think, well, Americans can't do Shakespeare. Well, they can, but it's just slightly different. Yeah, well. And I- but that's what you've got to expect, accept, isn't it? It's just like, you know, it's like years ago watching a, an Australian film. You think, no, I'm not watching an Australian film. I'm not a great lover yeah. of the accent. And you'd probably think the same about a Kiwi film. But then when you watch these films and you put the accent aside, if you can in your head, which a lot of people can't. Unless you're watching it, the film and it's set in New Zealand and it's supposed yeah, to be, but you that's, know, that's, that's, it's, yeah, but that's yeah, the but, thing, isn't it? But, you know, yeah, it's. And a, also, Brian, sorry to interrupt, but also the New Zealand films. Now, again, I mean, what, 20, 15 years ago, I don't know, I'd never watched a New Zealand film in my life. Like, you yeah. know, I'd never, I wouldn't, I didn't know New Zealanders made films. And then, you know, suddenly you start watching them because you live here. Yeah. And then you realise, actually, you put precedence over a New Zealand film. You know, if you want to watch a yeah, film you now, do, but uh, a, yeah, a gritty you, British uh, drama, yes, exactly. I would always go for a gritty, like, you know, um, I can't remember his name now, the name of the uh, director that I love, but 
gritty British drama and then a gritty New Zealand drama, uh, you know, film, yeah. because they always do, well, the ones I like anyway. It's the guy who did uh, Brookside, who wrote Brookside, isn't it? What's, what was his name? We watched uh, one the other night about um, the I prison. Can't I can't remember. I can't yeah, remember. Anyway. But yeah, it is, but they're always gritty and real and... And that's what I love. And it's just, and that's obviously yeah. what the world is loving. But now you, you know, you go back years gone by in the 1950s and the Americans were doing, you know, period dramas and things with American accents. And it's just like, and that was kind of hard to be. It's like, well, you can't have a period drama set in the UK with an English accent, with mm. American accent, sorry. So I, you know, that cringe, because I, I can understand that side of why people would think that. But I think it's when you actually realise. We do do good things here yeah, in New Zealand, yeah, you know? Yeah, and, and maybe it was just because, like, when you first, you know, when the settlers first, you know, when you, the pioneers first came over, you were, like, you know, you were just building up gradually and, yeah. like, you didn't have that wealth of actors, you know, pa- going back lines yeah, by parents it, uh, or something. But it I seems don't know. to be, like, you know, when you saw the, the B- this is London, this is the BBC, and then, you know, I found out when he came to New Zealand that, Actually, the New Zealand news presenters used to talk very quite clipped. When you listen to old New Zealand reels and uh, mm. newsreels, they it was almost like, well, you, you, you can only speak like this if you're educated or you're in the you know the, the media trade. Mm. And so maybe that side of it, then you know, no, you've got. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think it's got anything to do with how they spoke, right? I just I just think it's just that they didn't think they had the talent. Well, I just think maybe, it was that. Yeah, I think maybe, it was maybe like, that's that's right. I mean, that's only me just looking at my side. That's yeah. my, you know, sort yeah, of uh, my take, my take yeah. on it. That's what you know. Just I'm haven't sorry, put Brian, too much. You're wrong. Yes, well, thanks. <laughs> no, no, I know really. you're thinking uh, you're feeling sorry for New Zealand people, but it's no, just I'm, I'm just saying I can understand. No, yeah, you know? I get it. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't think of it like that. But the other thing as well, Brian, talking about America, we went to Broadway um, and went to see Les Mis. And I am not joking. That was the worst production. When she, that girl yeah. started singing, um, you know, on my own. Yeah, when yeah. she started, I thought, uh, is this, it felt like I was watching it, it Amateur. It, it, $200 honestly, it, those it tickets felt like cost. watching the Muppet show or something. It, it, was I, it, it was just, she sounded like this nasally American thing like that. It's just like, oh. Careful, Brian, because we know, do have Americans know, watching got, this. But I haven't got, America <laughs> rules the world in, with Hollywood, doesn't it? Like, you know. Um, but, oh, it's, uh, you know, talking about that thing, you know, Kevin Costner as, as Robin Hood, he had an American accent. What's all that about? Would you have liked to play Robin Hood? <laughs> yeah. I could do it with a Scouse accent, couldn't <laughs> <Yeah>. I? <laughs> Little Cornish Kiwi. <laughs> yeah. He went travelling in the Middle East and came back with an American accent. Did he? Yeah, obviously. Oh, <laughs> oh right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Ritter the Lionheart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another show we went to see in 2016, I just wanted to slip this in as well, was we went to see, um... The Curious Incident of a Dog in the Nighttime, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, that Do you was remember? fantastic, wasn't it? <sighs> Again, in Auckland, Auckland Theatre Company, fantastic yeah. theatre company. It was directed by Sarah Brodie, who then went on to come down to New Plymouth, Tabernacki, yeah. and direct a show that Mary our Poppins. son was in. Yes, our, our children was in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonny and, Te- yeah. Sonny and Tess. Mary Poppins. Yeah, full way Broadway production of Mary Poppins. And that's what I mean. It's just like, it's so understated. It's just mm-hmm. like... You know, and I kept telling everyone, oh, Sarah Brodie, have you seen the Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime from what she yeah. did in Auckland? And all those New Zealand actors nailed all those English accents. What, in... Um, all the dialects, yeah. In, in the, the... Sweeney Todd? No, the one in... Oh, yeah, yeah. In, in London. Yeah, Because yeah. I was thinking, Are they that, that guy's got to be from Bristol, the way he's talking. I know, yeah, that's what and I it was thought. Fa- they, and it wasn't, yeah. they're all Kiwis. And he's saying, yeah. absolutely amazing vocal coach. Yeah, so when I read that comment, that was just one of those things that I just thought, oh no, I'm going to have to talk about this because 
Um, I just hope you know what you've got, you know, yeah. I mean, I think you do know, like the, the new generation obviously do like, you know, maybe it's just the older generation, um, just, you know, still. Yeah, well, yeah. But the thing is, is when you look at, you know, they embraced, uh, Lord of the Rings, like they did, uh, and you know, won Oscars. And I, I remember Peter Jackson turning around and saying, this is just putting New Zealand on the map. It not mm. just on the map, but on you know uh, the acting map, everything mm. about it, wasn't it? The production, the lot, and you just think, yeah, that fantastic. film we watched the other night, and I can't remember what it's called. Why do I do this? Why do I, know, I not do my doing? So it was a film set in New Zealand, set in Gisborne, and it was about. Oh, you know what it was called? It was about chess, and it was something like not the Dark Knight, the Dark Horse, Dark Horse, Dark Horse. It was called. What a memory! Oh hey? my god, it was, it was just great, wasn't it? Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yep. Gritty, just yep. um, yeah. It was just it was it was just real. The news that the thing I think about the New Zealand films is it's like being in their front room with them. Yeah, like you know, just like being there, and you don't feel like oh, I'm watching something. Yeah, it's you're there just, with them you're almost. In it. Yeah, and you, you the way they Why just can't cap- everyone yeah. capture that. I don't know because the know? way they capture the houses and know. you know the the gangs and things like yeah. that. It was just it was brilliant. If you get a chance it's- to watch that film. You know, watch it. It's an old film, isn't it? Dark Horse. Yeah, it is. It's Yes, and it's based on a true story. It's not that old. Oh, is it not? No, it's not that old, no. Oh, Um, no, but I thought it was like 2017 or something. Yeah, but same. Yeah, but it's not not just come out. No, no, but it's Mm. what I'm saying. It's not an old, like a, you know, 1990s film or something like that, is it? Yeah, yeah. And also, you know, there are, you know, you go and see some amateur dramatics around, you know, wherever you go in and... Yes, it can be a little bit. Oh, you know, there's, well, there's, a bit, always, there's always. But ham. isn't that the same wherever you go but, in the world? But it's it's like Sunny went to Howrah last night, which is a town about an hour away outside of New Plymouth, to watch a school production of Footloose. And you know, he came and said, "What was it like?" And he said, "Well, it, yeah, it was good. Mm. You know, it, it's yeah. it, it's it is what it is, and yeah. but it's entertaining and it's it's good to watch. Yeah. And you just think." Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. that type of thing. It's just like if you're going to go and watch amateur dramatics, it's you know it might not be as good, but sometimes it's better than the big pantomimes that they put on at the West End. So that's all we have to say about that. This is going to be a short podcast, unless you've yes. got something else to say. But no, no. it was just I really, really wanted to share with you and. A big, massive, massive shout out to the Witch Musical um, Theatre Company. It's just. They were brilliant. Yeah. And and next, they're doing, I looked on the brochure and they're doing Roxy, this. So believe me, I will be going to see that. Yep. Yeah. Witch Music Theatre, it's called. Yeah. W I T C H. Yep. Every single one of those actors nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. You know, sometimes when you go and watch something, you're like, well, that one's a bit weak, you know, but, or that one, you know, I can see why they put her at the back. We we, we went to see that. Not one were like that. We went to see that. Who, what's that other company? Is it the Indian Ink Oh, yeah. Indian Ink. They they were brilliant as well. You know, I think Holly Shanahan was in that, wasn't she? Um, I don't know. But they've won awards in Edinburgh for the best play. They've taken it to the Edinburgh Film Festival. Yeah. Indian Ink Theatre Company. They travel around, don't they? They're travelling theatre companies that are fantastic. They really are. So come on, New Zealand. Go for it. Yes. A bit like England today. Get into the final. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you'd have to put that in. (laughs) 55 years is a long time. I was three years old when they last got there to a final. It's Aww. a long time for a uh, considering it's your national uh, game. So our fingers are crossed <laughs> that they're going to be Italy on Monday. So yeah, um, so this podcast will probably go out in a few weeks anyway. So who knows? So the next time you see Brian, he'll either have a big smile on his yeah. face or I might have an England miserable. shirt on. 
So I just want to say thanks so much to Ken for sending that great comment and giving us the opportunity to talk about New Zealand culture and just tell everyone, tell the world that New Zealand theatre and the, the, yeah, the films and the music, it's just fantastic and it's just getting better and better, which is brilliant. And I feel proud to be able to watch it grow, you know, yeah. and just think... Yeah. Wow, you know, you're just here seeing this. Yeah, it it's is. just. It's, it's, uh, I love going to the theatre in New Zealand. Yeah, so it's, do I. Yeah, yeah, we don't go enough. We were saying that the other night. We should. We've got to go more. And tonight yeah. we're going to the French Film Festival to watch a French film yep. down at the Lenlai Museum. So yep. the Lenlai, he was a famous um, what is it, artist and uh, sort of uh, designer here in New Plymouth, and he's got a whole museum mm. for him based on it. Yeah. Gorgeous building. Right, so off you go and take care, and we'll speak to you soon. Yep, Thank keep- you. Thank you very much. Stay strong and see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the podcast. We have loved having you here. If you guys could subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh yeah, that would be nice. That would be absolutely amazing. And make sure to share the podcast with your friends. And if you'd like to hop over to the blog, find one of the little boxes that ask you to drop your email. I will send you a newsletter every week letting you know when we've released our new podcast. That will go straight into your (laughs) inbox. So it's www.com itsadrama.com Alright guys, enjoy the rest of your day and we will see you next week for another podcast. Look forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.